Hey everybody, welcome to your new favorite podcast again, Dueling Monkeys Podcast. So with me today is nobody. Uh, Nate's out, he has some work things going on, and we need Nate for the art episode. So if you're looking for the art episode, I apologize, we will get that next week. The art episode was the poll winner, and he said just some... Family things and work things prevented us from from getting together today. So today we are going to me. We're going to talk about some sports today. I haven't put out a sports episode in a little while, but I just want to go over a couple of big games that went on um, and actually go over a tennis match. Not big into tennis, but it was pretty. Uh, excuse me, fun to watch. Um, to get going, I'm going to start off with a joke here, since usually I do a joke for Tom, um, but he's not here, I got to keep it going. Um, so what do you call the Asian version of Dwayne Johnson? The walk. The walk. W-O-K. <laughs> That's pretty funny, I think, myself. But <laughs> if you think it's funny, that's great. If not, more dad jokes for you. So some of the sports going on are uh, yesterday we had the in the NFL, the NFC Championship game and the AFC Championship game. So game one we had of the day, we had the Ravens and the Chiefs. So this game was really interesting. Um, a lot of people are now... Starting to call it the t Team Taylor Swift or the Taylor Swift Bowl, whatever. The Now that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again, it's the Taylor Swift Bowl. But um, she's brought a lot of attention to football. I know my mother-in-law starts watching it because she's she likes the Kelsey Brothers podcast. She likes to see the love connection and things like that. Which is cool. That's fine. I mean, it brings it brings attention, and it's great. Um, there in the first quarter, though, I was watching this. The first quarter, the Chiefs, man, they looked unbeatable. They looked like they were just going to steamroll over the Ravens because they Ravens do what they normally do. Don't show up in a big game. Um, they don't show up when it counts. They're kind of like, they're kind of like the Dallas Cowboys. When the when the going gets tough, they get going. They leave. They're gone. Um, this whole game, Ravens didn't show up, period. Uh, there was some things that could have changed the tide of the game, but it, it didn't. Things went didn't go the Ravens' way. Uh, there in the end of the third quarter, uh, Zay Flowers gets, gets a catch, amazing catch, gets a bunch of yards out of it. Gets him close to a touchdown. I forgot how many yards. I think he got him into the red zone at least. And then he does a taunting. He, he taunts the player. Pushes him down and grabs the ball and spins it like a top right by him and just stands above the defender. That's a 15-yard penalty. That now kicks you out of the red zone. Now it's harder for you to get a, a touchdown. Like, you got to keep your composure, especially in this kind of game. It's something you, you know... You're going to hate yourself from now on from doing that. Because if he didn't do that, that could have set up a touchdown. 
the tide of this game would have been a lot, a lot different. Um, and then to start the fourth quarter, Zay Flowers again ends up fumbling the ball on the one-yard line, losing it. The Chiefs get it. One-yard, two-yard line, something right there. Chiefs end up getting it. The thing with the Chiefs, though, they didn't look too impressive there in the second half. They kind of started tapering off. Now, I don't know if it's just uh, the way they were playing the, the Ravens because the Ravens weren't showing up. So the Chiefs, I guess, felt like they didn't need to play to their best. But, I mean, the, that first quarter, they they did. They looked unbeatable. They looked like nobody could beat them. And then as time went on, it looked like the Browns could beat them. But I guess if the Ravens couldn't beat them, the Browns probably couldn't. But anyway, you know what I mean. That, that said, congratulations to the Chiefs. You earned another spot in the Super Bowl. You are now the new modern New England Patriots. In my eyes, it looks like they're going to start a dynasty here. They're going to start being the new the new New England Patriots, where the Patriots are always in playoff contention or Super Bowl contention, which is fine. It, it, I feel like the NFL needs to have the dominant team, needs to have the team that's always there, always showing how good they can be and how good they are. Um, I, I feel like for the, though, the Chiefs to continue to carry on, they've got to find themselves a premier wide receiver. That's the department they're struggling in. That's the department that, uh, Patrick Mahomes, I feel would help him thrive better and be better in. So actually side note, before I get to Lions 49ers, just a gut feeling. So I'm a Buccaneers fan. I was sad to see him go out, but I'm glad that the Lion, they went out to the Lions. The Lions looked really good. They looked sharp. But I I just get this bad feeling. Like I'm a big Mike Evans fan. I don't think he's showing, he's going to be back in Tampa next year. A lot of the diehard fans think he's going to be, but um Tampa didn't even want to do his contract extension at the start of the year. They didn't want to give it to him. They didn't want to. They didn't want to give it to him. So to me, most wide receivers at that point, at the end of the season where he's a free agent, be like, "Hey, you didn't want to give me it at the start of the season. I'm walking. I'm leaving. I'm going to find a new team." Something tells me that uh, the Chiefs are going to finagle their way around and work their roster around drop a couple dudes to free up some salary cap and try to bring on Mike Evans. And if that's it, the Chiefs, I'm sorry, you're probably going to win a couple more times on that on Mike Evans contract. You know, if ever, you know, everybody stays healthy cuz Mike Mike Evans is an animal. He's if if you paired him up with Patrick Mahomes, that that would be a deadly duo right there. Evans, the only player in NFL history to get a thousand yards from his rookie season all the way through his current season. I believe he's going into season twelve. And he's the only player to do twelve will be next year. Uh he's the only player to do so. Thousand plus yards every season. 
this dude is good. He's underrated. People don't give him the props he should get. But if he if this really happens and my gut feeling really goes through, he's going to kill it. He's going to kill it with the Chiefs. Pat, Patty Mahomes throwing to him. He's going to look sharp. But here we go on to the Lions 49ers. Now, this first half, holy crap, the Lions, they looked like the dominant team. 49ers looked like they should have been playing the Ravens, and that would have been a better matchup and a better game to watch. But uh, just the way the, the Niners were playing that first half, they just they looked like the Ravens playing the Chiefs. I don't know how else to say it. Like They just didn't look like they wanted to show up. And uh, the Lions, man, they showed up, and they were firing on all cylinders. Excuse me. And... Uh, I, I was like, man, these Lions, they might run the Super Bowl with how good they looked. And then uh, come second half, the, Ly the Lions went from king of the jungle to a wounded animal. And the wounded animal at the time was the 49ers in the first half. But all of a sudden, the second half turns around and that wounded animal is really a steamroller. Because that steamroller started driving and just squished over the Lions, just crushed them. Man, you know, I don't hate any of the teams that were left, the last four teams. It's fun to see all these teams win. Like, I grew up being a 49ers fan. Like, that's what my dad loved, so that's, you know, who I rooted for. And then I got older and decided I needed to branch out like my own team. So I branched out. I started liking Carolina because they had a few dudes on there I really liked. And then I picked up Tampa. So they're in the same division, same conference, which is kind of weird. And then living in Florida for a bit, I became a sole Buccaneers fan. So, but anyway, that's a side note. These 49ers, they, they, they killed it. Second half, it's not always how you start a game, but it's how you finish the game. And the 49ers, they proved that. The second half, like, I mean, the Niners kind of struggled a little bit. They had a few good things go their way to start it, and then they just flipped the switch, turned it on, and never looked back. They ended up winning 34-31. to 31. Um, They scored a lot and a lot and a lot all there in the second half. And I don't know about these Chiefs. If they play, if they were only playing to the level of the Ravens, so they knew that the Ravens weren't playing too hot, so they didn't play to par, you know, just playing a relaxed tone of football. But if that's how the Chiefs are going to come out and play, these 49ers are probably going to steamroll them too. And you might be looking at your new... Super Bowl champs, the 49ers, because that second half, they turn it off, and it just blew my mind. I was rooting for the Lions. I do like seeing the Lions win because it's been years and years and years since they've had a good team. And seeing all the fan, the Lions fans upset and sad, I know Dan Campbell, their, their uh, coach, he decided he needed to do, you know, a cup, couple goes on fourth down when he should have just – taking the free extra, you know, field goal points. Um, but, you know, 
Things happen. You, you don't get into the position the Lions were in with playing it safe all the time. You do got to take big risks, especially against a team like the Niners, the second half Niners, not the first half Niners. But you got to take your big shots. You got to take your big risks or you're not going to win. You're not. You're going to struggle. You're going to have a hard time. You're, you're not going anywhere. So, like, props to Dan Campbell for trying he took this team out of the gutter and took them to the conference championship game. Lions fans have nothing to be sad about. Man, that was an amazing season for the Lions. They look sharp. They look good. They have a bright future. I kind of feel like this isn't a knock on Jared Goff or anything like that, their quarterback. But they, they're reminding me a lot of Tampa pre-Tom Brady. What I told my friends, I told colleagues, whatever, I, I told them, I said, Tampa is one really good quarterback away from winning it all. Because they had Jameis Winston, okay? Jameis Winston was a good quarterback. He wasn't an awesome quarterback, but he was good. The only thing Jameis Winston struggled with is that he loves to turn the ball over. He always would turn, he'd get as many turnovers as he would touchdowns, and you're not going to be a dominant team. You're not going to win big games if you like to turn the ball over. Jared Goff doesn't turn the ball over, but, I mean, he is a good quarterback, but there are better options. Like, I'd say, I'm not saying it's happening, but, like, say throw Patrick Mahomes up there. That team instant Super Bowl. I, I could guarantee it. They get one premier quarterback in there. They're going to be in contention for years. But like I said, Goff isn't bad. He's not bad. He did a lot of good on that team. They could do a wee bit better. That would probably put him over the hump. But you know what? Like I said, the Lions, you have not fan. The Lions fans, you have nothing to be sad about. They look sharp. They look good. You have a, they have a very bright future. Um, but anyway, congratulations, 49ers. We are now going to see 49ers Chiefs uh, Super Bowl. So that that should be pretty interesting. Sorry, I just had a thought. I might thought about going over, but now we're, we're just going to let it go. Uh, I'll do that for another take later. Um. Another thing I wanted to talk about was Saturday night into Sunday morning. The Aussie Open, for for those that don't know, the Australia Open. This, it's tennis. I'm not what you call a big tennis fan. I, bear, I know the sport a tiny bit. I know probably under basic amount, okay? I don't, but for some reason, my I I got I just watched this game. I don't I don't know what else to say. Like my Friday, Saturday, Sunday mornings, usually my morning routine is I wake up, get my contacts in, you know, hit the restroom, whatever, and then I go and watch ESPN, Sports Center, and whatnot. Get caught up on the games prior and, you know, sports news prior, the end of the day prior, or Fridays usually the week prior. And 
just get caught up, see what's happening, see what's going on, because I can't sit and watch every single game. I've got two young kids that always like to watch their blippy and watch the their favorite shows and all that, but... <coughs> excuse me, but... Anyway, so, anyway, that, that's when I do my sports catch-up, is their weekends mornings. So... Sunday morning, I went to go watch the Sports Center, and the Aussie Open was on. And it had, I know I'm not going to pronounce these names 100%. I'm probably not going to pronounce them right. I hope it's close. So, if by some chance, because we do have a couple listeners there in Italy and Germany, I apologize for the slaughtering, but it was Yannick Sinner. He was from Italy versus Daniil Medvedev. And that game was really good. So I caught the last two sets. And like I said, I don't typically watch tennis. I guess I was just in the right mood and didn't want to change the channel. So I was watching it. Uh, Medvedev, he went up two sets to zero. He looked like he was going to come in and just sweep this and uh, beat up Yannick. And Yannick ended up coming back, winning the third set. I watched him win the fourth set and the fifth set. And Yannick Sinner, Sinner, I don't know how it, I don't know how to pronounce it Italian, but he ended up winning. He came back and he won it. This is a big milestone because he is the first uh, Italian uh, winner of a major of a major open, so a major tournament since 1976 for an Italian. So it's been a longer drought than the Lions actually winning a playoff game prior to this year. So, I mean, that congratulations to Yannick. He, did, he played good. He looked really sharp. Um, if you're into tennis, yeah, the, the future looks bright for tennis stars. So another big... Another big thing for Yannick was that uh, it's his first major he's ever won. And on his way, he beat uh, Novak Djokovic. So if you know him, Djokovic is pretty much the premier tennis player. That dude is amazing. He usually wins constantly. He came in and he started beating up on um, Roger Federer. And, uh, I forget his name now, but anyway, he, he just took it by storm and he started beating up on all these dudes, winning championships and titles and things. So Djokovic was amazing and center to beat him was amazing in itself. And he came back and like I said, won the Aussie open congratulations to him on the men's side. And then the women's side. Uh, she retains her Aussie Open title, so she won back-to-back. -back. She defended the title. Arena Sabalenka, congratulations to her. Uh, she looked very good, very sharp as well. I didn't watch her game. I only saw highlights of it, but she looked really good and really sharp. And, you know, if you're a tennis fan, tennis it's pretty fun. It was pretty fun to watch this weekend. So, congratulations to all the winners. NFL, you got a break before the Super Bowl. 
So enjoy the break. It's going to be a sad weekend next weekend with no NFL on. Uh, I think it's the Pro Bowl, though. They, they changed that so much. I don't know if it's before or after this year. But um, take a week off. Get your parties ready for your Super Bowl. And congratulations, Chiefs 49ers. Should be an in, should be a very good, very interesting Super Bowl. Uh, and congratulations to Yannick and Arena for your Aussie Open winner winnings. So everybody have a great week. Again, sorry we missed for the art episode. We will get that back next week. Um, we'll get that going. We know that's what everybody wanted to hear. So we haven't forgotten about you. Please like, subscribe, share. Uh, thank you for everybody listening. Thank you for everybody in other countries listening. Thank you for all our new listeners. We hope you enjoy the pod. Stick around. I'll be better on top of this, getting you new sports episodes and updates and things like that as I find them out. So start our random rants. We're still trying to work on, on that as well. So keep looking out for new material, new stuff. We're here. We're good. We love you. Bye. Oh, thank you.